Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com. It's Friday, February 18th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Missouri's state-run veterans' homes are so short on staff, they are half empty, even though there are waiting lists to get in. Veterans who want to go into a veterans' home have earned that right, and we should not deny them of that right. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports on efforts to increase pay for workers who care for veterans. Two programs that work to keep St. Louis residents experiencing mental health crises out of the judicial system appear to be saving the city money. St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports. Cops and clinicians pairs trained social workers with police officers. A separate diversion program steers 911 calls away from dispatchers and towards mental health providers. The 5,000 calls diverted by the programs is a small fraction of the total made to 911 in the city in 2021. But a review by MasterCard found the two programs may have saved the city $2.6 million combined since they launched last year. Mayor Tashara Jones says the benefits go beyond monetary savings. Someone experiencing a mental health crisis does not need to come in contact with the police or get thrown in jail. That doesn't make our neighborhood safer. MasterCard donated the data analysis to the city. I'm Rachel Lipman, St. Louis Public Radio. People with COVID-19 are more likely to experience mental health problems than those who never caught coronavirus. A Washington University and St. Louis Veterans Affairs Health System study of thousands of patient records shows those who recovered are 60 percent more likely to experience depression, anxiety, and other mental health issues. People who have been hospitalized with COVID-19 have a greater incidence of health problems. Study author, clinical epidemiologist, Ziad al-Ali compares the long-term effects of COVID-19 to the aftermath of a natural disaster. But what, what resulted from the earthquake is really, you know, oftentimes far more profoundly consequential on people's lives than the two seconds or two minutes that the earth is shaking, right? The results are published in the medical journal BMJ. The debate over mask mandates has hit the floor of the Illinois House. Most Republicans walked out yesterday to protest the face covering rules. That's after a Democrat called a vote to remove several GOP members not wearing masks, including State Representative Tony McCombie. I literally just walked over there and talked to a couple of your members and put my mask on because I was going to be within six feet of them. Mind your own business, mitigate your own risk. Republicans are accusing Democrats of an attempted power grab. Missouri is reporting nearly 73,000 pending Medicaid applications as of earlier this month. That's more than the number of people enrolled in the expansion of the public health insurance program. Bram Sable-Smith of Kaiser Health News reports. Most states process Medicaid applications within a week. Missouri is taking 70 days on average, almost a month longer than allowed by federal law. Patient advocates fear the delays mean people will stay uninsured longer, leading them to postpone care or get stuck with high medical bills. State officials blame the delays on a shortage of workers that has become more acute because of the coronavirus pandemic. 
The state and federal governments are in contact over the issue, but healthcare experts warn the delays could get even worse when the federal COVID public health emergency ends as soon as April. The state will then need to review the eligibility of all 1.2 million Medicaid enrollees. Bram Sablesmith, Kaiser Health News. The new National School Superintendent of the Year is from the St. Louis region. Wentzville Superintendent Curtis Kane is also the 2022 Missouri Superintendent of the Year. He talked about being a finalist for the National Award in an interview earlier this month. I know that I'm very humbled uh, to be recognized in both of these cases, both at the state level uh, and obviously at the national level as well. But uh, I have a heart and passion for what we're doing for kids uh, and I think that it is a noble profession that we are uh, that we engage in every single day. Kane will become the new superintendent of the Rockwood School District this summer after nearly a decade in Wentzville. The labor shortage has hit Missouri's state-run veterans' homes especially hard. The pandemic has exacerbated a long-standing problem. Funding is too low to pay competitive wages. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports, the issue has forced the homes to stop accepting new residents. Todd Callahan is a 50-year-old disabled veteran who lives in the St. James Veterans Home, about 100 miles southwest of St. Louis. He says he's very happy here, and he likes the staff a lot. They're friendly, they're nice, but I do get good care here. Everything's nice. Yeah, it's a good place to live. Callahan says he would recommend St. James to any veteran in Missouri who needs to be in a nursing home. If there's an opening here for them, that that would be good for them. But the St. James Veterans Home is not taking new residents, even though half the beds are empty. That's because of the 185 jobs at the home, 75 of them are vacant, and dozens of veterans on the waiting list can't live there. The other six veterans' homes in Missouri are in the same situation and have had 91% turnover among nursing assistants. It is blatantly obvious that the pay is directly correlated to the staffing issues that we're having. Brittany Ritter is the administrator at the St. James Veterans Home. The state pays certified nursing assistants here between $12 and $14 per hour. But other CNA jobs in the area are advertising $19 to $20. The low pay was a challenge for Ritter even before the pandemic, but it's worse now. Ritter says it's frustrating, especially for the staff who stay. Those people end up getting burnt out because they're having to work longer hours. They're being mandated to stay. Um, So it's it's a, a vicious cycle with a negative outcome unless, you know, we're able to change that direction. It's a national problem with California, Texas, Kentucky, and Mississippi among the places with similar situations. The National Association of State Veterans Homes blames inadequate state funding that has left homes with little choice other than to serve fewer veterans. I would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us today. More than 150 veterans met at the Missouri Capitol recently before lobbying lawmakers to increase veterans' home funding. Republican State Representative Dave Griffith from Jefferson City is proposing that half of the state's gaming revenue be earmarked for veterans' services. That would more than triple the money the state's Veterans Commission receives. But more than, more than anything else, it solves a lot of problems for our veterans. Veterans who want to go into the, into the Missouri, into a veterans' home, have earned that right. And we should not deny them of that right. 
Governor Mike Parson has proposed a 5.5% pay increase and a $15 minimum wage for state employees. That would make veterans' home pay more competitive, but wouldn't close the gap completely. As with any expenditure of state money, veterans are competing against many other interests that also say they need more funding. For St. James home employees like Darla Nebel, it's frustrating that more of the state's veterans can't get the care they deserve. These veterans treat you like they're, they're your family. And that's how we, when I first started here, I was told if you can't treat them like your family, then honestly you don't need to be here because that's part of it. You've got to treat these guys like they're part of your life and part of your family. Nebel says she works at the home to serve veterans, and the paycheck is almost secondary. But state-run veterans' homes are finding it hard to staff their facilities with people like her when other nursing homes are paying more. In St. James, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. That story was produced in partnership with the American Homefront Project, a public media collaboration that reports on American military life and veterans. Funding comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Shulin Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Have a great weekend. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.